home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. To the uh, Ken Miller Show. It's a Tuesday on 1700 KBGG. Well, everywhere. Uh, it's a Tuesday, but we welcome you into the program today for the next couple hours. Trent Condon and myself uh, talking local sports with you as we do every Monday through Friday, uh, this time slot each and every day, with the exception of Thanksgiving and then Black Friday. So uh, an abbreviated week off uh, as of 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Coming up on the show today, going to talk some Cyclones with the analyst of both football and basketball. Eric Heft will stop by before Iowa State's uh, next tilt as they go on the road to Manhattan to take on Bill Snyder, which may or may not be his final game uh, as the head coach at Snyder Family Stadium. Uh, Eric Heft coming up at 2.20. We'll talk some NFL with Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Uh, He's part of the shutdown corner. Uh, Frank Schwab coming up at 12.40. Uh, In the 1 o'clock hour, Stephen M. Sippel will be here to preview Nebraska's final game of the year. Let that one uh, resonate a little bit. Uh, It's against the Hawkeyes. It's Black Friday, as you know. 3 o'clock kick. That one can be found on FS1. And then at uh, one forty, Zubin Mahenti will jump on in here and we'll talk uh, sports with Zubin as we do on a weekly basis. Trent Condon, uh, I know you watched the first half of the game. I listened to Jim Albright, and who I had no idea who he was, and uh, Bobby Hansen, he doesn't know me either, by the way, uh, <laughs> but listening to the game, sounded like Isaiah Moss had a good first 20 minutes. That's kind of the feeling listening to the game that I took away from it. Seemed like Bobby was impressed by Isaiah Moss's game. You were watching it. Uh, fair assessment? Yeah, yeah. Moss played pretty well, but uh, same kind of problems as yesterday. Can't stop dribble penetration. Just can't stop guards getting inside into the lane and yeah. making things happen. So that's going to be, uh, I mean, does that linger? There's no elixir for this, right? right? Jordan Bohan is not getting more athletic. No, unfortunately, you're right about that. Isaiah Moss, from where he was a year ago at this mm-hmm. time, when he was completely lost defensively, mm-hmm. Now he's adequate. Mm-hmm. Could he be better with his athleticism? Does yeah. he need to be better? He absolutely does. Okay. But you lose your stopper in Christian Williams. You don't have a backup point guard now with no Connor McCaffrey. Sounds like yesterday's show, by the way. <laughs> yes. And now... <laughs> nothing, nothing has nothing changed has overnight. Nothing has changed, huh? no, in, in 23 hours. Okay. We're talking about the same things. And, well, Brady Ellingson's Brady Ellingson. You don't have anybody in the guard court. And John Miller, he said, guard short. Mm-hmm. Feels like they're a guard short. Feels like they're a guard short. Not the, the best situation to be in. Well, T.J. Otzelberger's team, it was 36 apiece. Last update I got it. I'm following it on Twitter now. Uh, Mark Emmert is uh, there. I think he, is he the only media member that's there? Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Leistikow's seen... not there. Right. And I know I'm not knocking the register for not sending Chad. Right. Um, sending one's probably Absolutely. To the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Uh, did Cedar Rapids Gazette send anybody over? That I would surprise me. I think Jeremiah's there, Jeremiah Davis. I don't believe. I haven't seen anything on Twitter from him that right. would indicate that he is there. I saw a preview, but you can write a right. preview from right. Cedar Rapids. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I know Tom Caker didn't go. Right. Uh, Website wise, I don't think anybody else. So, yeah. You know, Trent, that, that kind of leads me actually i didn't want to go here but at some point today i was going to get to this point uh we're gonna have zubin on at 140 um the the staffers at espn it is it's it's going to be a really uncomfortable week unfortunately for the second year in a row it's going to be an uncomfortable week and those uh employees and especially those ones in front of the camera see that as sports center anchors that survived the first round of cuts 
that took uh, out, uh, you know, Chris Hassel. Um, The axe is about to fall again, and apparently it's going to be very noticeable in the fact that this are people behind the scenes that we, you know, we don't know their names. We certainly don't know their faces. This is going to be people uh, that we've seen on uh, on ESPN and and, and in some cases maybe for years. it's 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 the change. It's it's unfortunately the the media business the way it's going now. NBC Sports Chicago today the axe fell there. Mm-hmm. You know they were a Comcast a Comcast affiliate. Uh, they were doing a lot of stuff um, online. Patrick Mooney I think is the guy's name. He's followed the Cubs forever. I think the last eight years, uh, his daily coverage of the Cubs could be found at that site, whether it's home or on the road. He was laid off today, so it's. It's unfortunately the way that not only the sports media business, but the media business in general is it's under attack, Trent. Overextended? Where where do you go? Because it's not just newspapers. People aren't buying newspapers. No, it's it's people cutting cords at ESPN to the tune of a billion dollars, apparently. I mean, it's it's an always evolving business. And... Yeah, you got to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. That's why we podcast everything, and we try to do things. In well, and our model also. is totally different from radio. That it's been you and I don't draw a paycheck. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I don't. Let's put that out there right now right. for people who think we don't work here. No, we air quote come in here, and this is where our show resonates from. We pay to be on the air. Yeah. Um, and that's on. I mean, is radio going this way? I mean, television has taken huge cuts, and I'm not saying that there's you're, there's going to be television opportunities for for laid off or for people that are trying to find their next uh, next gig in the television market. You're not going to be able to buy time at WHO to right. do a yeah, show, yeah, yeah. as we're fortunate enough to be able to do here. But if we don't sell ads, we don't eat. Right. Yeah. We just that's just the way it is. Um. Television, they 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 don't have that, I guess, luxury to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. And and it's so different now on TV with DVRs. I yeah. mean, it's you got to sell advertising. Well, and look at David Ubbins, an example, right? Yeah. David Ubbins was at ESPN. He was at Fox Sports. He got laid off. Mm-hmm. So he's still online and he's still trying to reach his um, fans of his writing, but he's doing so um, and on a pay-per-view basis. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of former writers that are starting their own site. Bob McGinn, who's covered the Green Bay Packers forever, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, he lost his job, and he's got a pay site that uh, that he's trying to get underway. I, I don't know how you... I mean, that that's asking a lot, Trent, to get people to pay you every single month right. to read your stuff when there's... I mean, there's still free stuff online that's shrinking by the day, it seems like, but... Where, where are we going here? Well, you talked about the athletic. You're a, you're a member, a paying member of the athletic, yep. the website. They're doing it that way. Oh, we can, can they do... sustain? Right, right. Because they send their guys on the road with the teams that they cover. That's got to be a that's big, pricey. big nut. Do you pull that back? And, and all right, you can do it. And that's the thing. There are so many ways to cut. Do you have to be any more at every single game? Do you well, have to go on every look, road trip? Look at the NBA. Look at the ESPN. They're doing games, you know, that are taking place at Carver mm-hmm. or Jack Trice or wherever, and they're calling those from Bristol, Connecticut, yeah. or wherever they're headquartered. I and think it it's Charlotte or something, yeah, right? I yeah. think it's Charlotte. It they... sounds odd when you hear it, but mm-hmm. you know what? You want to see the games? What's better? Well, you have to go through the first six games of Iowa and trying to stream them online. Or actually have them available, and this the announcers aren't there. Mm-hmm. I take the announcers there, and actually being able to see it on television. That's just yeah, me. I know I'm with you. I mean, and look at the, I don't know how much more money these the, the the leagues can squeeze for broadcast rights. Yes, I mean I think that that is 
Look, that, that's one of the things that ESPN's, and I think, that has got them to this point. They overpaid for some of their programming, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Right. And yeah. you don't want to give up Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give up the Major League Baseball package that they have. They're part of the NBA. They gave up the NHL. You know, there's a, there's a core of NHL fans that were PO'd about that, but not enough to move the needle. You mm-hmm. can understand that. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just a changing time. I mean, the Des Moines Register is the only... As far as we know, mm-hmm. newspaper that's covering the Hawkeyes uh, at the, in the Cayman Islands this week. Yeah, I talked to Steve Batterson uh, yesterday during Jimmy B and TC. Perfect example of Steve it. Steve wasn't there, mm-hmm. and he's got he, he's Quad City Times. That's his home base, is the Quad Cities. But Lee Enterprises is the newspapers in Waterloo, Mason City, Sioux City. Yeah. Every time I'm back home and read the Mason City Globe Gazette, it's Steve Batterson writing. Right. Every time I'm in the in-laws in <laughs> yeah. Sioux City, it's Steve Batterson writing. And even with all that, con- you know, combination of newspapers, they can't afford to send Steve Batterson to the Cayman Islands for four days. No, can't afford it. No, John Bowen Camp, same way. Yeah, yeah, same way. You know, I I've always tipped my cap to Cakert, um, and and the guys over that um, in Lincoln that cover the Husker, Sean Callahan. They're on the road. They they don't yeah. miss. They they seldom miss an event. Right. When it comes to for rivals. Um, you know, f- covering the Hawks or covering the Huskers in Callahan's case, whether it be press conference or, 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 or media days, uh, those type of things. But you just wonder. You just wonder. I mean, paying ten bucks a month to watch, um, you know, Iowa State coaches talk at right. Cyclones dot com. Yeah. You wonder if that's going to be because it costs money to, to drive to these places. <laughs> yeah. now. Everybody's cutting costs in this business, Trent. Think people will be willing to spend ten bucks a month to listen to us? Ramble on for two I, hours. I, a day? I hope I, I hope I never ask that. I, I hope I never get the answer <laughs> to that question. Um, no, I don't think that that's the case that they would. And why would they? Yeah, right, right. Because there's so much content out there's there. There's so and much content. We'll just out try there. to do our best every day yeah. over the radio airwaves. Yeah, and, uh, and you know we just hope it's good enough, right? <laughs> right. If it's not, yeah. um, I heard something last night, Trent, and, and I uh, Monday Night Football and I go back a long, long way. Yeah, you are. Way. About as big of an NFL guy as I know. More so college than, I mean, I used to be, it, was, yeah. it used to be, if I could only watch one, I'm watching Sunday. Right. I mean, that's not even close anymore. College football has surpassed the NFL as far as excitement level. Football in general, but you're a yes, big hardcore, NFL guy. Hardcore. Yes. Watched, I've watched Monday Night Football, I believe, since it came on. Um, and it came on in the, in the early 70s at some point. Heard something on Monday Night Football. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Okay. And I don't think it, I kept watching Twitter and I was going to tweet it. But by this point, you know, I kind of into the beer at that time. Right? Okay, and, all right, I got you. and I've got a rule that, yeah, you know, stay away from the 140 Tweet and boozing. Yeah, that never, it doesn't work yeah. out. Heard something on Monday Night Football last night. And, and not only Monday Night Football, but I just think Monday Night Football still to me is, you know, it's still special. It's not as special as it used to be, right. but it's still to me special. And Sean McDonough's doing the game last night, the play-by-play of the game last night. And at one point during the game, he's, he uttered these three words that have never been said on Monday Night Football. Ever! And maybe in the last 30 or 40 years, maybe have never been said on any NFL broadcast. Okay. Any. And yeah. I thought, wow, that's really cool. I've never heard that before. I'm baffled. Rookie from Drake. <laughs> Did you hear that last night? I didn't hear when they said it, but okay. Yeah. Sobert, right? The, yeah, yeah. The tight end, right? <laughs> the tight end. Yeah. The rookie out of Drake. <laughs> thinking, wait a second. Did he just, I had to play it back. Yeah. The rookie out of Drake on Monday Night Football. You know, Drake football yeah. has made Monday Night Football. And, I mean, 
Billy Cundiff? Well, there you go, right? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And, and he had that game where he had that uh, five field goal game, yes. six field goal yeah. game, whatever it was. I think they took his shoe and put it in the Hall of Fame. I think his shoe was in Canton. Wow. Yeah, uh, you know what? Now that you think, now that you got me thinking about that, so maybe it's a good thing you didn't tweet it. Yeah, maybe it is because <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't see any Twitter about right, it. Right? Because yeah. I kept waiting for somebody to tweet it and uh, to like it, but still pretty cool. Yes, you know, yeah. rookie out of Drake. Few and far between. Yeah, few and very far between. Hey, speaking of Drake, yesterday we didn't even you and I made the playoffs. Their mm-hmm. playoff game. Yep. We'll have it here on seventeen hundred Saturday, but. uh I saw a couple more programs, I think from the Colonial maybe it was, that are dropping to non-scholarship and going to the Pioneer League really? starting next season. Financial crisis. Another cut in sports, Trent. Yeah. Do you think you and I, if the money continues to struggle the way that we heard that it mm. has, is that the route that they're going to have to go? Boy, I hope not. I know. Boy, I hope not. That would be terrible. I mean, it's 54 scholarships as yeah. opposed to 75. Right. It's, but it's also. The Big Ten threw them a bone. I yeah. mean, the, the the Big Ten is now allowing Iowa in this case, or they've they played Wisconsin before. Yeah. Um, they're now allowing uh, those Power Five teams to schedule FCS programs. So that's good. Um, boy, I hope not. Yeah. That Just, would be terrible. I thought of that as I was reading through, and it was some playoff thing, and and kind of the bottom part of it, it was from a FCS website. Mm-hmm. It mentioned that there was two programs that will be moving to the mm-hmm. Pioneer and joining Drake. But do they get the support of the Panthers? Have they had the success of the Panthers under Farley? No. No, they haven't. Yeah, i got to assume that that. Right. Well, look, when, when Troy Dannon, who I thought is you know, as close to a lifer there as anything. I mean, yeah. I, I know he loved the state of Iowa. I know he did. Um when when he pulled up stakes and left, and maybe I thought maybe wow this is this the first shoe to drop is that the writing on the wall yeah um boy I hope I I, I hope it doesn't get to that point but you're look that's that's your school so I yeah. get why you're concerned about that yeah it's it's bills mm-hmm. and football at the FCS level it's a money loser sure for a lot of schools it makes money at a, at a handful of places North Dakota State that was and the first one that Montana. Came Probably those two. Probably and Montana it. just got rid of their coach, did they not, this week? Or was it Monta- I think they yeah. did. Uh, we got to take a timeout. Uh, Eric Heft is going to be here. He is the analyst at Iowa State for uh, both uh, college football and basketball. So we'll double dip Eric on both of those teams. Uh, we'll take a timeout. And again, this hour, Frank Schwab coming up from Yahoo Sports. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday from noon to 2 talking sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Did I hear that right? Is Central Iowa Vapors really having a fifteen ninety five Black Friday deal? Yep, you heard it right. Central Iowa Vapors is offering a starter kit for as low as fifteen ninety five. Wow, that means I got to tell my mom, my dad, maybe even my aunt and uncle. 
Pretty much anyone I know that smokes, I need to tell about this. That's right. Black Friday is right around the corner. Stop in for a starter kit for as low as $15.95. Visit iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. Holidays are about family, traditions, and heritage. If you're Irish, Welsh, or Scottish, the only place to find unique Celtic gifts is a Celtic tradition. Open out Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th. Sample some Celtic sweets. A Celtic tradition. 7672 Hickman Road, Windsor Heights. If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, and your holiday banquet and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group this holiday season, let Montana Mike's handle it for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season, and let Montana Mike's do the cooking. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal, perfect for your Christmas stocking. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates for only $25. Get this Montana Mike's sweet deal at a special date and time. This Wednesday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. There are over a 1,000 pets in need right now at the ARL, and during the month of November, your donation will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000, thanks to an amazing offer in memory of Dorothy Cheney Green. You will double your impact, giving twice as many animals a second chance. Take advantage of this wonderful matching opportunity at arl-iowa.org backslash match or by calling 515-473-473. 9107. That's org backslash match or by calling 515-473-9107. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. It's the K 
Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I here until noon. Coming up at about uh, 20 minutes, uh, we'll do some NFL Frank Schwab Yahoo Sports. We'll check in right now. He's Eric Heft. He's the uh, color analyst for both football and uh, men's basketball at Iowa State. He joins us as we talk both uh, football and basketball. Eric, Trent, and Ken, uh, happy Thanksgiving week. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too. Eric, let's start basketball-wise. I know you were with the team in Waco, and you did not uh, have the opportunity uh, to go to South Carolina to see the tournament. Boy, what a difference a week can make, right? I mean, you're around teams, and you see teams that um, you know that really struggle, but and you see steps and progression throughout the year. Uh, I saw an expedited process this past weekend, at least I thought. The team that got on the plane uh, to leave the state of Iowa was a different one that landed back in Iowa. They really made some strides, Eric, I thought. How about you? Oh, no question. I mean, the game last Monday night was uh, kind of depressing if you're an Iowa Stater. I mean, you didn't see a lot of things that were good. Uh, Obviously missing a couple of, of pieces, but... At the time, I didn't know if those pieces would really help what was ailing them that much. I mean, the chemistry wasn't great. Nobody really knew their role. The ball handling was poor. Uh, the ball handling turned out to be very good down in South Carolina. And the roles were defined, and I think still in the process of being defined. But I haven't seen a team take a leap like that in that short of period of time in a long, long time. And, man, it was needed and great to see. And I think a real tribute to the coaching staff, but the players – being obviously coachable and buying in. It's hard to get buy-in when you haven't had success. That's true. Well, uh, Nick Weiler-Babb, a huge part of that. He's named MVP of the uh, Classic down there in South Carolina, Big 12 Player of the Week. I never saw him being this kind of player. Did you ever see the kind of skills that you thought could translate in becoming a point guard? Well, I'm not sure about point guard, but I, you know, something that even Coach said a couple of years ago, I mean, Nick may be the best pro prospect on the yeah, team. He did. I mean, he's, he can handle the ball. He's long. He's athletic. Uh, I always felt last year, uh, it, first of all, Nick is one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Uh, and, and you hear sometimes people say too nice, and I don't know that that's the case necessarily, but he was very deferential uh, to the seniors on that team. And like I told him many times, it's like, hey, Nick, they want you to make that shot too. You know, they don't care who's having, who's having success. Uh, but he he does have a good skill set. I mean, he tightened up his handle a little bit over the summer, and I think it gives him a chance to be successful at point. He's got a ways to go there yet, but, mm-hmm. man, when he's confident, and I think we saw last Monday night, he was not confident when things started to go south. I mean, there was things just weren't really clicking. you know. But I was really impressed with Nick at the point for a couple of reasons. One, obviously how well he played uh, against man-to-man the first night. And then he's playing against the matchup zone the second night, and then playing against the zone the third night. And I thought that was a good variety of, of challenges for a point guard. I thought he, he responded beautifully. Uh, I got to get to my fellow Canadian, Lindell Wigington, uh, Eric. Uh, look, I don't know what um, you know what what most people thought he was going to be like in in his you know, what he's he's two weeks into his career at Iowa State, into his college career. We saw him on the uh, the Canadian team this summer. He's one of the stars on that team. Uh, where's Wigington? Where will he? Where is he now? And where will be he be at? Say by the time that Big Twelve play rolls around, because like a number of guys on this team, you saw steps forward with the. You the young Canuck as well in Wigington. Well, you know, where will he be? That's a great question. You know, I think he's still trying to find his role. I mean, he's, he can be very aggressive uh, in going to the basket. We've known that all along. 
you know, continues to knock down uh, some perimeter shots. I mean, that's just going to make things, you know, that much better. But for for him to, to take the next step, I think it's going to be learning the appropriate times to pick and choose when to do things and, and becoming a force defensively, not just for, <clears throat> excuse me, for 15 or 20 minutes, but for the entire time you're in the game. Uh, because sometimes he can slack off a little bit. He's athletic enough to be a good defender and has been good at times. But like the whole team, they've got to be better for longer stretches. But his upside is, uh, mm. is quite high. This team's going to be built a lot differently this year. Not going to see the high-powered shootouts up to 88-85 kind of games. They're going to have to do it with defense. How do you, you – know, Coach Prohm has kind of been working to build this program more and, and kind of the vision that he has. Developmentally, we saw them come a long way on the defensive end. Are the fan base, are they going to be ready for some grinded-out kind of games this year? Well, you know, if you win, everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think – you know, they weren't very good on either end of the floor the other night, you know, the last home game. So I think they'll be much better. Uh, I think the fans will be fine. I think they know this is a transition year and thought it was going to be worse than the typical transition yeah, year after true. a week ago. Yep. And now they say, hey, you know what? I think we can live with this. Guys are playing hard. They're doing a lot of good things. Hey, one guy I got to mention, too. Cameron how good Martin. was Donovan? Oh. How about how good was Donovan Jackson? Yeah, straight. And that last game was on the line. Man, he was clutch. Mm. Uh, and I think how far he's come in terms of understanding his role. I mean, you think as a senior, he would already know that. But you know, was they were messing around with the point guard spot, mm-hmm. and he was kind of getting the shot there. He's an off guard. He's a guy that really does a great job running off ball screens and setting things up. But, man, when it comes to clutch time, how clutch was he last year coming down the stretch? And what a great sign to see the step he took over the past weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it, Eric. And, and you're right, he, he certainly had his moments last year. He was hunting the ball in that championship game uh, this past weekend, wanted it and uh, stepped up and took it and made him uh, when, when it was there. How about Cameron Lard as well before we switch over to football? Uh, it's a different team with Lard on the floor, and you could really see that. Well, he's given an inside presence. I think he can do it at both ends of the floor. One of the things we didn't see a lot of this weekend, but I've seen uh, from him in practice is, you know, for a big guy who's really inexperienced, he's a very good passer, and he looks to pass. What that means is even if you don't have a great offensive scoring game on the low block, you can still run offense through him. And I think that's going to be a big thing for Iowa State moving forward. But just to have a potential shot blocker, another big body, uh, and a guy that will run the floor, I mean, it makes a huge difference in this team. And it's something Iowa State really hasn't had since Jamil left. Mm. Uh, as we move over to football, we saw Zeb Nolan, uh, his first start on the road. Um, look, they've, they've, had, they've been forced to play a lot of quarterbacks this year, three starters, and, of course, Joe Lanning coming in. Uh, Zeb Nolan... I, I love the way he throws the football. He's got a, he's, I think he really can chuck it, uh, Eric. He's got an arm on him, and that, all, that, that sells me. When, I've, when I see a quarterback that can chuck it, I'm all in. Uh, and, and he certainly is. Your thoughts on Nolan as he gets his feet wet uh, at Iowa State's off, with Iowa State's offense? Well, I, I love the arm strength, for sure. I mean, a guy that can move it around. He can make all the throws, but he has to be more consistent with the throws. And I mean, he's got a long way to go. But when you see the potential that's there, you have to be pleased. And, you know, he kind of got away with a couple of ill-advised throws the other day. Uh, but, you know, that happens almost every game. Kyle certainly had those, too. So uh, from uh, from perspective of where Zeb is moving forward, I think that first start on the road, 
out of the way. I think he'll be better this week should he get the call. If Kyle's healthy, I mean, I would think Kyle might be the guy. And do you think that there's a chance that he will be healthy? I think so. I mean, uh, there's you know, I watched him in warm-up. After talking to the coaches last week, mm-hmm. I didn't think there was any way Kyle would be able to play. But I watched Kyle throw in warm-up, and he he looked pretty good. Now, add another week to that. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that's enough of a progression or not, but I think this is at least the point where if Zeb struggled or was injured, Kyle could, could certainly play and give you a chance to win the game. Otherwise, it's Joel Lanning. Yeah. And, and we know Joel can, can find a way to win, but you know he can't play every snap of every game. <laughs> well, uh, another guy that's out there a whole bunch, and he's going to be out there, it looks like, on Saturday, David Montgomery. How in the world's a guy, I mean, the, the physicality that he plays with, but still, when you get injured, even if you're a big guy, you get injured, unless you're David Montgomery, I guess. Is he a superhuman? What's going on? <laughs> I think so. I think so. You know, he's a... He's a superhuman person. He's, a, I mean, he is one of the real leaders of this team. Even though he's just a true sophomore, uh, tremendous work ethic. He made the transition from quarterback to running back. Uh, you know, you talk about the, he runs with a very physical style, yet he can still make you miss. He's mm-hmm. got very quick feet. He catches the ball. A great blocker. I mean, he, there's really nothing he can't do. And yet, I know they expect him to continue to get better because he'll put the work in, but. Man, what a tough guy and a great leader and a guy that everybody on this football team looks up to. Did you think the worst? Did you fear the worst, Eric, when you saw him on the field? Uh, the the way he got bent over, I mean, I, you thought, oh, boy, that this isn't going to turn out well. Yeah. I certainly wasn't thinking ankle at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know, not that we had a great vantage point, and you, always, you, know, you don't want to speculate too much, but my, my first thought was, well, that's the end of this season for him. So it really turned out well. We'll see how, how solid he is. Iowa State's in a spot now with Sheldon Crony, who I think is a good back. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mike Warren's been dinged up. So if, if David is you know can't really go the way he wants to go, Iowa State is really thin at that spot. You know, they've got two really good backs that are sitting out this year in, in Kene Nwangu and Johnny Lang. And you're going to... You're going to love those guys come next year. But right now, the depth is a real real concern at running back. Mm, interesting. Eric Heft is our guest. Eric, you've called a, a ton of uh, of Iowa State football games. You've seen some tremendous catches, whether it be Blythe or Lazard or Moses or I'm, I'm missing. Whitford had some big ones. Uh, where does Hakeem Butler's catch rank of all the catches that you've uh, been a part of uh, from up in the booth? It's right up there. I, I put it up there, as a matter of fact, with the one Lazard made the week before. <laughs> which was an incredible catch off Lanning's throw. I mean, you tip it to yourself, you know. But this is the whole play of you know. And of course, he's a Ravens fan from Baltimore. I'm a Steelers fan, so I was talking to him after mm. the game, and he, he said that's kind of like Antonio Brown. I said, "Well, a Raven actually giving Steelers mm. some props." Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, he kind of got it against his shoulder pad, his helmet, but then to run through the tackles. I mean, and hang on to the football, uh, just incredible. And you know, it's at six seven. The speed he has, you know, uh, for a big guy, uh, he's a he, he's a player on Sunday. I, I don't think there's any question should he continue to improve. So, uh, bowl destination, we'll find out a week from Sunday. Hearing any rumblings inside the football offices? Can you tip us off at all? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what? I, I guess we're the point. You know, for me, it's been several years since I've been to a bowl. 
I'll be happy any place. But, you know, when, I know if you win Saturday, uh, it's going to be a, a better bowl against a better opponent and a chance to do something really big. Last thing for you, Eric. We'll let you get back to grandpa duty. We appreciate you taking some time out uh, for us uh, uh, here today. Uh, and I know you don't know the answer to this question, but does, does it feel like maybe that you're going to see Bill Snyder on, on the uh, opposing sideline maybe for the final time this week? You know, I thought that before, <laughs> and I was obviously wrong. Uh, but I kind of think that way again. I mean, there's just so much going on down there, a lot of rumors about uh, – some dissension in the staff, mm-hmm. and obviously the whole succession thing is an issue. A new athletic director, a new president. So there's just there's just a ton of things going on down there. But at 78, uh, man, uh, you, you would have to think this would be this might be the time, you know. And now the fact I don't think he would want to go out on a season when they didn't get to a bowl. But by clinching that wow. last week, I think that almost. Uh, certainly enhances that possibility that this might be it for him. Excellent point on the bull. Eric, happy Thanksgiving. Sincerely, we appreciate everything you do for us. As often as you come on the program, thank you. We'll talk to you throughout basketball season. All right. Always enjoy it, guys. Have a great one. Good to talk to you. Eric Heft, uh, color analyst, Iowa State football and men's basketball. So what do you, you look at all the bull projections. I do. Liberty Bowl? Liberty Bowl. Look, I'm rooting against Orlando. I know that the fan base wants to go to Orlando in the worst way. Um, my wife and my stepson, two degrees from Iowa State, mm-hmm. they want to go to this game in the worst way. So I'm going to go. Okay. I hope we can drive. I don't yeah. want to buy three plane tickets. I mean, Especially when you find out December 3rd or whatever right, that is. Right. You have two and a half weeks. And you can always tell. This is, this is how I've, I've, I've kind of learned this over the years of trying to figure out teams. Like you're on, say, Expedia, mm-hmm. right, or whatever your favorite travel site is. And you've, you've been checking flights all morning. And let's say it's 480 bucks or whatever. And then as bowl announcement gets closer, that flight has all of a sudden already jumped up to six. Mm-hmm. Well, I swear to God, and I'm convinced this happens, that the school finds out and tips off the boosters who don't need to get the cheap airfare. Right, it's right. us schleps out there, right, that are working for a living. Um, so I want to drive. I mean, I I, I don't want to buy, th- even though Junior's, what is he, 31? <laughs> Look, I'm still going to be on the hook for the plane ticket okay. in the hotel and, uh, and, the, and the bowl ticket. Because when he went to school there, mm-hmm. when, he, when did he go to school? From 2005 to two, or 2000, whatever it was. There was no bowl. There was a bowl his freshman year. Yeah. And I said to him, you know what? You've got, you've got a lot of school in left. We'll get you back to a bowl game. I'll get a press pass, and we'll go down there, and I'll cover it. Yeah. Never happened, right? Whoops. So I kind of still owe him that. So I hope it's Liberty. Yeah. Um, Memphis is fun. Memphis would be fun. Yeah. I looked at the I looked at Houston. It's 14 hours. I think they're, they've passed the Dallas pecking order. San Antonio's still kind of in the hunt. Sure. Um, but I don't want to. There's there's no driving to Florida. No, no not driving. I've made that drive both to Miami and Orlando for Iowa bowl games. That's torture, right? That's twenty something hours. Yeah, and on the way home, oh, yeah, talk about torture. Work. Did that in my twenties, and there was a lot of boozing happening. <laughs> yeah, it was not a fun drive home. No, no. So four or five smelly guys in a vehicle, <laughs> not good. Yeah, well, I don't think we'll have that problem. No, no. But at least I hope not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you'll enjoy a, a no. snifter or two. Oh, sure, absolutely. I can't wait to get. I'm, I'm actually looking forward. So you and I just uh, you and I 
um, you and I, not the football team of the school to be confused with, we are going to hopefully yeah. get down there and do some radio from wherever the bowl destination. So we've eliminated following the Hawks. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I mean, it's Iowa State's turn, right? I've it covered. Is. You know, a handful of of Iowa bowl games since mm-hmm. Iowa State got to a bowl, and I'm the more excited about. I, I, everyone I knows too. I'm a Hawkeye fan. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited to go watch Iowa State in a bowl game in that fan base than how many other people make their way to whatever bowl game it is for Iowa. It's just it's ended with such a thud this year. Yeah, no, it really has. There's no, there's nothing. You know, last time Iowa State was in a bowl, um, Liberty Bowl, right? Liberty Bowl. Yep. Was. It, 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 Jimmy B and Joe Quinn. Okay, we Joe Quinn was uh, who's now doing uh, afternoon drive in, in Omaha. Uh, he was our producer, and Jimmy B and Joe Quinn went to cover the game because that day of the game is the day that I moved to Las Vegas. So I ah. came into X and O, did the bull show with them uh, because Brinson doesn't cover football, and I do. Right, right so right, he was right. down there. They needed somebody that actually knew a little something about the team <laughs> and the season that That's they helpful. had. It is very helpful. <laughs> So I, I did the show, literally did the show, got in a cab, went to the airport, jumped out, flew, uh, flew out of town, and moved to Las Vegas. Wow. That was You're awful. dedicated. Yeah, I certainly was. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll switch gears. NFL conversation. But just to kind of finish up our conversation, when the bowl destination is announced, uh, pretty, good, uh, pretty good authority that Trent and I will be down there uh, covering it. Um, for KBGG. Quick update on Iowa. They're down by three. That's the last I've got. 65-62 with 3.52 left in the game. Yeah, let me uh, get a quick update. It got the same. Yes, down three. A little bit of a comeback. They were down seven a little bit earlier. Ahmad Wagner hitting a three. Yeah, he's always one point away from his career high, according to Iowa basketball. Iowa hoops on uh, Twitter. We'll take a timeout. Frank Schwab uh, and uh, Trent and I will get into the NFL next. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, Big O Tires, Palm Gars, and Brick Street Market and Cafe. This holiday season, he went to Jared because getting her a blender just didn't sound right. Her ideal gift is waiting at Jared, the Levion Collection. Jared has more exclusive Levion pieces than any other jewelry store in the world. And from November 16th through the 26th, visit Jared.com and you'll receive $100 off any Levion purchase. Sound good? That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like Thanksgiving goat time. 
Now through Wednesday, get a free $10 gift card when you spend $50 on food and beverages, including Butterball Turkey for only 99 cents a pound. For leftovers, because they're going to happen, stock up on Glad or Reynolds Wrap for just $2.99. Get in, out, and on your way. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new ReStore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to ReStore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest ReStore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Time to spend a couple of minutes. Oh, 10 or so, talking uh, NFL with our buddy Frank Schwab. Uh, YahooSports.com. Frank writes at the shutdown corner. His power rankings are out for another week. Uh, and Frank joins us. Frank, uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, happy Thanksgiving. How are you, Frank? Hey, what's going on? Good to talk to you. You know, I, let's start in the AFC West, a division that most felt was going to be the uh, you know, the best division in football. The Chiefs get out to that unbelievable start with wins over both the Patriots and the Eagles, I think in back-to-back weeks, if memory serves, uh, they're one and two in your power rankings and most people's power rankings, and yet the Chiefs have fallen on hard times, losing four or five. What's been, the, uh, I guess, the biggest reason that they've fallen on hard times, and can they turn this around, Frank? Well, I, I think the biggest reason, honestly, was the schedule, and I know that sounds weird when they're coming off a loss against a one-win Giants team, but if you look at all the losses before then, it was... 
at a really hot Cowboys team. And it, I mean, it, it, wins like that where you say, or losses like that where you just say, okay, they, the schedule got them a little bit. It was harder. They're, <laughs> I believe before the season, they had the second hardest schedule in the NFL just to the Broncos. So I think that got them a little bit. And then they just had a bad game. They just had a bad game at the Giants. I mean, it was windy. It was bad. And it was tough on the quarterbacks. They called a really, really weird fake you know, fake play with Travis Kelsey throwing downfield in windy conditions. I, 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 I still think they're a good team, but you know, we've we've seen the the, the drawbacks of them. That you know, they're 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 kind of going into a shell a little bit on offense, which they weren't early in the season. I think their defense really misses Eric Berry, who was a just you know one of the best players in football. So I, I think they're going to be fine. They're battle tested, obviously going into the playoffs. But the problem is now you've you've pretty much blown your shot to get a definitely a number one seat over New England and probably a number two seat too. So, and that, you know, it's a hard road when, yep. when they're going to have to win week, weekend one at home against whoever they play, then go at the Steelers and at the Patriots or vice versa. It's, it's going to be difficult. Frank, could you see this team still turning it around? We know the issues that they've had against the Steelers in recent years, but they got that win against the Pats. Could you see this team making a run or is that a hill too high to climb? I think it could, but I, I wouldn't. You know, if, if, again, if the, if their road is at Pittsburgh, at New England, I, boy, that's asking a lot. I mean, it really that that's a tough deal. That's a it's a, it's a big challenge. I, I'm not saying they can't because yes, they have one at New England, and uh, you, you know they they are a good football team, no doubt. But it's just you get to a point where it's this this road is really, really tough. Now, you know, could they win one of those, make an AFC championship? Yeah, sure, I could see that. But going all the way, winning a Super Bowl is tougher now to believe than it was five weeks ago. Mm. Frank, uh, I've been doing this a long time. I rem- I was on the air when Jacksonville went into Denver and picked off the, uh, the Broncos, yeah. uh, upset them. I think that was the last time until yesterday we had a call. A caller wanted to talk about Jacksonville Jaguars football, but we did. <laughs> and, and his point was well taken. I mean, the, the defense is solid. The schedule lines up perfectly, as you pointed out in, in your piece today. They're, they're probably going to get a home game in the playoffs. But, Frank, I just can't get past that defense. At the end of the day, this is asking Blake Bortles to lead this Jaguar teams anywhere. Can he? That's the problem, right? It's been, but to get to give him a little credit, it's been a while since he's had a really, really horrible game. He's done okay as a game manager. They're playing a certain way. And, I, 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 you know, I think back to the 2015 Broncos, who we thought had a good quarterback because of the name Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning that year had a 69 rating. I mean, and they won a Super Bowl. And this Jaguars defense statistically is better than that Broncos defense. I'm not saying Jaguars are going to win a Super Bowl, but individually in each specific game, you're not going to want to see the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're not wanting to see the Jaguars or Patriots aren't going to want to see them. Just because you know going in, you have to grind out. You might get 17 points. You might get 10. It's a really, really, really elite defense. This is not just like, hey, this is a good defense. No, this is one of the best defenses we've seen in a while. I mean, statistically, they're just dominant. So, but, you know, yeah, it, it's going to have to be, they have to play a certain way. They need Leonard Fournette to be like a 120, 130-yard guy just to keep drives moving and hide Bortles and, and hope that Bortles doesn't make any mistakes. And, and that always is going to limit your ceiling. But, if this is a team that on any individual day in the playoffs, you're not really going to be excited to go against them. Frank, Thanksgiving week and, of course, the triple header now mm-hmm. with the 
edition a few years back of the night game of the schedule. For some years, there was talk about maybe booting Detroit aside. Does the NFL have it right the Thursday night, the triple header, the way they're doing it now? I think it's fine. I, I don't necessarily think we need the third game, but that's it's it's fine to me. I mean, that's I think a Lions Cowboys thing is, is it's it's fine. I mean, I don't think you change it just because the Lions are bad on a certain year. They're good this year, you know. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it these things do go in cycles. Now it hasn't gone in cycles too often for the Lions, but <laughs> I, you know, I think it's I think this is fine. Lions first, Cowboys. I think the big change they made that really really helps them is they. Uh, they allow cross-flexing, which I know some people out there don't even really realize right. it happened, but but what happened was, if for years and years and years, going back to when I was a kid, before that maybe, one of the networks had the AFC games, one of the networks had the NFC games, and the road team dictates it. It's If the Jacksonville Jaguars are the road team, it's a CBS game. If the Minnesota Vikings are the road team, it's a Fox game. It's always dictated by the road team, but what they changed, I believe, two years ago was, we'll allow it to cross-flex so Fox, for example, can have an AFC-NFC game. And that, you know, before the Cowboys and, and Lions, you had to have one of those games be AFC at NFC. And there's only two games to pick from. Each of those each of those teams only plays two AFC teams at home each year. So if some years you were just stuck. You were just, hey, okay, we got to throw this terrible game out there because there's and there's nothing necessarily interesting about the Colts at the Lions. But now they they have a much bigger uh, pool to pick from, and I think that's been great. I think that that allows for the Vikings to play the Lions on Sun on Thursday, and that's a really really good game. And that you know it's, it, it definitely changes. It just gives them more options. I think that's been a great call. Yeah, you know, in that uh, that game you just referred to, Frank, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it's it's clearly the biggest game uh, of, of Thursday. The Chargers for the Chargers Cowboys for their own reasons. I think the Chargers are still alive. Believe it or not, in the AFC is. Do too, do yeah. I do too. Yeah, I, I, very much so. So oh, huge yeah. for them. But Vikings, uh, Case Keenum, what he's doing there, beat his old team last week. Uh, that that Rams-Vikings game, if there were still some doubters out there about the Vikings uh, going into that game, did they maybe ease those fears? I would hope so. I mean, anytime, anytime Case Keenum's your quarterback, you're going to have doubters. I mean, yeah. I hate those. I mean, there's nothing, no way around that. But... You know, these guys have, they're just so good at the other positions. And even without Dalvin Cook, they've filled, filled that hole with McKinnon and Murray. They've done a good tandem. Adam Thielen has turned into one of the best receivers in the NFL. <laughs> he's, yep. he's on pace for about 40, 1,470 yards or something like that. I mean, he's really, really good. Stephon Diggs is good. And that defense is, is, you know, it's, it's A plus. It's, it's a heck of a defense. So, no, there, there shouldn't be anybody doubting it at this point. I, I don't know. Exactly, that they can go win a Super Bowl, but I I can't really count it out either. I, I don't I I don't know. I, I I don't I don't see a reason really not to to pick that unless you're just Case Cam's going to screw it up at some point. And if that's your angle, you you, you might be right. <laughs> In January, like he might have that blow up game against the Saints or whoever. But I think that the Vikings are really really good. But this is a big game because if the Lions can go, if Lions can win and they're home, and they're a pretty good football team too. Yep. If the Lions can win this, throw a game back, they they, they win the tiebreakers. Yep. So it's a big game. Either the Vikings are basically clinch a division, or it's going to be a dogfight right until the end. Uh, Frank, uh, happy Thanksgiving! Thanks again for coming on with us. We will catch up with you next week. Thank you, Frank Schwab.
Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, we do too. Frank Schwab, yahoosports.com. He uh, writes at the shutdown corners, power rankings, uh, Eagles 1, Patriots 2, Saints, Steelers. Boy, there's a lot of NFC at the top of that list. Vikings 5, Rams 6. Vikings, Saints this. Uh, Vikings, Saints. Rams, Saints this mm. week. Has some uh, ramifications yes. out there. Uh, well, Trent, we've only got like a minute left in this mm-hmm. hour. Is, is there any good news on Iowa basketball? No, no. They're going to lose to South Dakota State. They're T.J. Losing. Otzelberger. T.J. Otzelberger. The Hawkeyes go to 0-2. All my whining and complaining and bitching and everything about the RPI is not going to matter because this team is in deep, deep trouble. This so, is not hyperbolic. They're in big trouble. Yeah. The national media was right. They were. The state media, we all bought in. We did. Bring back everybody except for oh, Peter Jock. God, better defensively. Mm-hmm. That has not been the case. This team good, is good broken. class. A good class of freshmen coming in. Yeah. So tomorrow, Trent. So is it over? Uh, eight seconds left. They're down by seven. So it's over. It's over. Um, they will play in the seven-eight game. There are eight teams that made their way to the Cayman Islands for mm-hmm. this Cayman Islands Classic. Yep. They will play tomorrow to avoid finishing last. They'll play the loser of UAB and Buffalo. The loser of UAB Buffalo for seventh place. And no. it's not a given. They'll finish seventh. No. I wouldn't be picking this team. They they were a seven and a half point favorite yesterday. Lose outright. Seven and a half point favorite today. Mm. Lose outright. They go to Virginia Tech when they come back. Virginia Tech's an NCAA tournament team. They're going on the road. They're not winning that game. Mm. Then they have Big Ten play. Then they have Iowa State on the road after that. And that was re- resurgent. We're all of a sudden talking about team. Can they make the NIT? Wow. Well. Yeah. Mm, Where are wins coming from in the Big Ten I, the way this team's playing? I changed my tune. I, I'm with you. I know it's early. I know we're, I know everybody's going to use the Aaron Rodgers. Relax. Bohannon tried yesterday. Well, instead of relaxing, maybe he should have done something to Ooh. figure out how to stop a guy from penetrating in, getting to the lane. You're, you're not a happy camper over there, Trent Gaughan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. I noticed a difference in you when your hawk, your hawk hoopsters go down. Uh, you don't take it well. I don't. Time, uh, we'll come back in the 1 o'clock hour. Stephen M. Sippel will be here. Uh, so will Zubin Mahente. Iowa falls again. They'll play for the seventh. Is there a trophy for that? I hope so. Well, they just it's a green it. ribbon. Just leave it in the locker room. Uh, we'll come up with the 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, and your holiday banquet and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group this holiday season, let Montana Mike's handle it for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this holiday season, and let Montana Mike's do the cooking. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal, perfect for your Christmas stocking. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates for only $25. Get this Montana Mike's sweet deal at a special date and time. This Wednesday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Walgreens has good news for everyone who uses Medicare Part B for diabetes testing supplies. We've got your back, or in this case, your test strips. Walgreens accepts Medicare assignment and full coverage supplemental insurance, so you'll pay as low as $0 out of pocket, which is the same as mail order. Pick up the medications you rely on and save on all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation. 